0: What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up?
1: What's up, Shamari? Got another episode of the Imperial Imperial Broadcast. Um, you know, not much happened in the Star Wars universe this week. Probably <laughs> get a quick slow show. Um, you know, I mean the tickets. You know, for Rise Skywalker. You know, were put on sale so. That was probably the biggest thing that happened. But outside of that, nothing really much um,
0: for us to talk <laughs> about.
1: Know? That's pretty much the rest of the show. So, uh, Thank you for
0: listening. No. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, no. So, yeah, of course, we had a huge week. Um, the Rise of Skywalker trailer came out, as was rumored and leaked and talked about. So we finally got the trailer. We're going to dive on into it. We're going to digest the, the trailer and talk about everything regarding that and all the other leaks and information that has been coming out about the movie as well surrounding the trailer and details about the movie. Um, so it's a lot of stuff, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, Kendall, I know you were telling me about uh, some more news regarding um, you know, the most beloved director, of star wars content ryan johnson
1: um oh, i mean when you said that i i just assumed you were going to say you know uh and miller no right <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um very
0: beloved by uh Luke, kathleen kennedy and disney Lucasfilm, film i'm sure
1: yes <laughs> but uh yeah no ryan johnson we talked about him ad nauseum all the time for years so uh it would be you know it would be a uh, malpractice to not bring him up on this on <laughs> on this episode, but um, yeah, no, Ryan Johnson, we talked about him last week how he came out and said, you know, yeah if, if I will see what happens with my trilogy if it yes. happens, yes. you know, it, you know, it's up to Lucasfilm, yeah. but you know, he was very noncommittal on what the future of that situation was. Well, obviously, people. Um, we're, we're taken aback by those statements, you know, people that expected he was out, gonna have his trilogy, uh, and the media, you know, came at him, came at him a little bit, like, so is your thing up in the air? You're saying, if it happens, what's the if? And he was, uh, essentially like, wait, if, you know, I said, if, oh my gosh, um, you know, I think that was the quote. And <laughs> he said, uh, you know, I, I, like, you know, it's still, you know, up to Lucasfilm, and it depends on what they want to do and when they want to do it, but, um, you know, he seems to backtrack a little bit on the, uh, if part of the, of the, the quote. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's semantics or not, because, you know, when you still say the balls in Lucasfilm's court, then you're essentially still saying that I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen, and that, you know, it's out of my control, So it, so it's still pretty much an if, but he just is not is not owning up to the fact that it's an F. But um, regardless, seems like Ryan Johnson uh, got word of his quote and realized he probably was a little heavy handed in the 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 kind of fifty fifty nature of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I'm one to take people at their word on things uh, with regards to. Uh, statements but this something is just very weird about this whole situation Um, I mean if you're making a project as far as you know I mean of course Lucasfilm they're gonna decide whatever they want but as far as he if as far as he knew this is just a project that he's booked to work on he's gonna be doing it Lucasfilm told him we want you to work on this this is what we're gonna do I wouldn't be going around saying if it happens we'll see I'd be saying, yeah, I mean, it's a project that I'm going to do. And I would just talk about it as if I were doing the project and that that was something I was going to do. You know, Um, so this is very weird. It's very strange. It seems to me like it is very much up in the air. Whereas before and it's in the comments he's made before where he said it's not up in the air. You know, he seemed to be very adamant about it not being up in the air. So now all of a sudden it's up in the air and he's making it sound like it's something that may not happen. So I think it's very strange. It's very odd. Um, and, uh, you know, we we're getting very mixed signals. So we'll see what he has to say about this going forward. Either way, I i mean, I hope, we you know, he's able to come out with something. <laughs> like I said I in previous shows. Um, I hope he's able to come out with at least a movie, though I still think it it would uh, be better for Lucasfilm and really for everyone. If (laughs) we got one movie from him, and then if that movie succeeded, we would move on to further ones. Um, But that being said, we will see what happens with that situation. Now we would be able to jump right into the trailer news and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker news. So the trailer came out. I watched it several times, as I'm sure everybody that's listening listening to this podcast has watched it several times. And uh, it is uh, basically uh, blowing up the Internet, as all Star Wars trailers do. So everyone's seen it. Everyone's talking about it. As for my feelings with regards to the trailer, I thought it was a very well-cut trailer. I thought it evoked the spirit and the the nature of Star Wars. It had that Star Wars feel to it. There were ships, lightsaber battles, Luke Skywalker's voice, Chewie, you, know, you got he had basically everything you needed um in this trailer. I thought it was very well done. I have you know, I have high hopes for the movie as well. I do think that the movie um uh, I th- I think I just I really hope it f- it finishes strong. I re- very much hope that it finishes strong uh, for this new sequel trilogy. I think it can. I think they set up something good with the last Jedi. I know I may be in the minority with that, but I think they they did a good job of setting up a, a exciting conclusion. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I and mean, we got a little g- short glimpse of the Emperor. And we hear his voice. Uh, we don't see him from the front, but you do see him in on it looks like a chair, I guess, in front of Ray. Right. So it was and, a weird decision. Yeah, it was an interesting decision. It's not what I expected. It reminds me very much of when with the Rogue One marketing when they had Vader the back of Vader's head and that was all you got. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so it kinda reminds me of the same thing. So uh but yeah, either way, I thought that this was a I thought it was a very solid trailer. Um, I don't know if it's gonna make people that were not gonna see the movie now go see the movie. I feel like if they were they were going for that, they would have just had to just show the emperor doing something, to, right, to somebody, whether it be Kylo Ren, Ray, Finn, somebody, show him, Electricity, somebody. You got it. Like
1: we know, we know, if he's doing something, somebody's gonna be Finn. You know, <laughs> thinking, electrocuted, Finn getting captured. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that's
0: JJ Abrams. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, you know, either way, like I, I don't know. I feel like I, the one thing I'd say the trailer was probably missing was just that 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 shot that would just be like, whoa, to make you go whoa. You know, right? Exactly. Um, I feel like they had that even in the last one with the Ray with the double-bladed lightsaber, you know, with the dark Ray stuff. I mean, this, this trailer didn't really have a shot like that. I feel like that's the only thing that was missing from this trailer. The shot that would make people that would have never otherwise gone to this movie, people who are mad about The Last Jedi, say, oh, maybe I'll see it. I don't think this trailer really had that. I think that's the only thing that was missing. But otherwise, I thought it was a very solid trailer.
1: Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head uh, with your last part. Um, you know, I think this was a good trailer. I agree. Um, I had some strong moments um, in terms of visually. I thought I thought it was awesome. You know, I thought it looked like a a masterpiece. Um, you know, it's kind of a Star Wars in terms of like things you expect in Star Wars. Like, it looks like this movie's gonna have a lot of it. Um, right. You know, we always talk about. With These movies uh, does does have the Star Wars feel. Certainly, will like play has the Star Wars feel to it. I agree, though, that where this movie has its shortcoming is when we talk about this being a final trailer. Um, at this point, you have to really sell me on either one of two things. You have to either sell me on the story, or you have to sell me on something. Like you said, some sort of OMG moment, OMG shot that's gonna make me say, oh, I have to see this movie. Or whoa, tease like whoa, what does this mean? What is that? Right. I think Lucasfilm thought that thought that the Emperor shot was that shot. I I didn't. It didn't. That didn't do it for me because like you said, didn't right. even show his face. We already knew he was in the movie. Right. So. If we didn't know it, the emperor was in the movie and we got that shot, the, uh, this trailer would be so much better. But because we knew he was already in the movie, because they had already shown his throne and he had already spoken in the trailer, it didn't have that. It didn't have that same. Plus, I'll be honest, when I first saw the trailer, I didn't see. Him. Yeah, kind yeah. of got to really look. I mean, if you're not looking at, if you're looking at Ray and you're not looking on the left side of the screen, you're not gonna see him. So. It was an interesting... It was a weird, weird choice. Um, especially, again, that's a trailer that, well, yes, it's got 19 or 20 million or however many million views it has on YouTube, but it was air live on Monday Night Football. And a lot of people that watched that trailer weren't... aren't your diehard Star Wars fans. right? It's going to be a lot of... You're putting on Monday Night Football in part to expose it to another audience that maybe wouldn't be watching something like that. And... Those people, I don't look at that and say those people are going to be um that impressed with this trailer. Like, it looks like a good movie, but I also look at it and say I don't know what it's about. And I don't know if there's anything, like, there's nothing crazy about it. Because also, I don't think the Emperor is a character even that generates that type of buzz. No disrespect to the Emperor, but he's not Vader. Right, um, right. Like, he's not, and I think we talked about this before, but, like, people, like, people that aren't going to see this movie aren't going to then say, oh, the Emperor's in it? Oh, my, like, there are people that say, like, yo, like, wh- how's he back? That they want to see that kind of right, aspect of it? Right, but not, like, you know, oh, I got to see the Emperor again. Like, Vader had that, had that yes, effect on Rogue yes. One, you right, know? It was like, right, whoa, right. I get to see Vader again? Like, oh, i have to see this movie. You know, that, you know, Obi-Wan, you know, if they put Obi-Wan in this movie, like people would be like, oh, to I'm going to have to see this again. This guy, I, you know, it's more about the story. But I don't know what the story is. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very good trailer visually, cinematically. In terms of marketing, I don't know if it was the best. Uh, I don't know if it was the best idea for them the, the route that they decided to go in.
0: Yeah. So, I, I completely agree. I think uh, that, that it was a very, um, like I said before, it was a very well-cut trailer. It had a lot of really great shots, a lot of really cool action shots, a lot of touching story shots, and all these, all these moments I know are going to be in the movie, but it's just a matter of um, convincing, those, convincing those people that either are very much unhappy with this whole trilogy or were very much unhappy with the last movie or just don't care about Star Wars and, or are kind of Star Wars fatigued, because that's a thing that's happening now people are like oh i'm tired i get star wars movies every year why do i want to see star wars every year you know and you know you get now you have those people um that are out there where they're kind of just tired of it all you know so we um you know we'll see the ticket sales are speaking for themselves so it's selling out breaking
1: records so but i don't think are still buying tickets like it's not a bad trailer but i don't think it has anything to do with the trailer you know, like I don't think people saw that trailer and were like, oh, well, I get my ticket now. I I agree. personally I agree with you. I don't think they no. saw. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They sold a couple of extra tickets, but it's not right. like you know, the numbers changed that differently, right? Because you could have put out a ready trailer. Yeah,
0: because I personally didn't see think? anything in this trailer that made me go, "I'm buying my ticket now." I didn't see anything necessarily in this trailer that right. that would have made me go, "Oh my god." You know, I didn't, uh, I mean, except maybe the Emperor, but that's because I'm a Star Wars, I'm a heavy Star Wars fan. Right, exactly. You know, but for the average Joe, I think the people that were going to buy, going to buy tickets immediately, were going to buy tickets immediately, regardless of whether the trailer was great or horrible. (laughs)
1: Now, Um, so, yeah. Back to, well, first, let's talk about some of in the trailer. Yes. One, there's been some speculation, some conversation of, do we, do we think C-3PO is a goner? Because some people think C-3PO is done. Possibly. The way you talk at all is my last my last time, you know, seeing my friends or whatever, something like that. One last look. You know, some people, are, oh, C-3PO is done. I mean, I don't I think uh, they would reveal that in a trailer. It's kind of like the the roadie, you know, thing in Civil War. Where <laughs> was like he was dead dead. was like, well, <laughs> he's not going to die then. Um, or, or Vision. Well, the vision really did die. Yeah, vision uh, did die. Fair enough. Yeah, fair vision enough. So maybe it's the vision. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, yeah, I don't
0: know. C three PO. I mean, it's possible. There's the last movie. There's the last movie of the saga. They're ending the saga officially here. And I do think C three PO is one of those people that is On expendable. <laughs> You know, like he's someone you can kill him off, and fans aren't gonna yell at you. You know, you kill Chewie off, fans might yell at you. <laughs> right. You know, you kill R two D two, fans might yell at you. You kill C three P o, eh. No one's gonna really yell, but it's still a sad moment. So you still kind of get that, that sad death. You know what I mean? So right. I think I think he's killable. So I think it's possible. Um, so that's not one of those things where I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, it might
1: happen. <laughs> but <laughs> they, they that, might. is your opinion based off of what we saw in the trailer or is it just in general? I mean, the, I think the trailer, from
0: what I've seen in the trailer, I think it increases the likelihood. It seems sure. like that's something that they're they're teasing it. The trailer doesn't, it doesn't make me go, oh, I th- at 50-50 now it's like 80-20. I don't think it's anything <laughs> like that. I think if I was 50-50, maybe now I'm like, you know. 65 35 or something you know right, right they're right, teasing right. it so it may happen it may not happen but i think they can do it i think they can buy all
1: absolutely get
0: away with doing that
1: it seems like the trailer is also playing up the ray kylo ren rivalry they are playing up the ray kylo ren rivalry
0: um you know we were going to talk about this as well i feel like i might as well bring it up now uh, uh R- daisy really actually came out and said that J.J. Um, J. Abrams is going to address the whole Ray you know, because people are shipping Kylo Ren and, and Ray and saying, oh, maybe are they going to be a couple? Are they going to have any kind of significant relationship in the film? Um, you know, and she said J.J. J. Abrams is going to address that in uh, the movie. And I think Ryan Johnson kind of extended that story as well in The Last Jedi between Ray and Kylo Ren. So. That relationship is, they're going to to uh, collide, and that relationship is going to be hashed out completely uh, in this movie. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Look, I, I mean, um, I got to give my kudos to Adam Driver. I think he's, I think, I loved his performance in The Last Jedi, personally. And uh, I am uh, looking forward to seeing what happens uh, between him and Rey in this movie. Um, but, uh, I think more more importantly to me, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens to him, period, in this movie. I mean, the Emperor's in the movie. Uh, how is he going to react to seeing the Emperor? I mean, the Emperor corrupted his grandfather. Is the Emperor going to corrupt him? Right. Yeah. Like, like, what is going to happen to him? So I'm very much interested in seeing that. And uh, I am curious to see how, you know, what what his relationship with Rey ends up being. Um, but, you know... I don't think they're gonna end up in any kind of relationship, so I think that's something that just yes. doesn't happen. But I agree. Um, but I am interested in seeing, you know, if these Force visions continue happening, if uh, you know, they're, uh, uh if there's there any kind of, you know, if they form any kind of bond. I know uh, Kylo was trying to turn her at the at the end of the Force Awakens. So, do they form any kind of? any kind of uh, meaningful bond by the end of the movie but with regards to them both being force sensitive. So, I mean, that is definitely something that, um, that you gotta, you have to uh, look out for. Um, the, mar- the
1: marketing in this movie is a little off topic, but the marketing this movie just seems very, like, random. Like, some, like, they, they want to focus on the Knights of rent sometimes, but then the, the final trailer, they only not show them. Like, they, the last trailer, like, they end on, like, a Dark ray shot. But this trailer, ray like, clearly, obviously, like, the hero. Like, like, I don't know. And, again, we don't know what the story is. But, like, I just know it's a lot of random shots of a lot of random stuff. And I don't know when anything takes place. I don't know what anything means. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, just, it's just random. So, like, like, Palpatine's in the movie, I guess, and he's saying stuff, but... You know, I, I mean, is he the villain? I mean, I guess he's the villain, but, <laughs> you know, what's the story? I have no clue. So, I, I mean, they they just seem unfocused. It just seems like they, they, they just assume we're going to see the movie, which we are going to see the movie, but, like, no trajectory. Like, they haven't built to this, to this final trailer at all. Like, again, how do you go from, like, Dark Ray being, like, all we talked about after the last trailer to not even, like, teasing that? In the fifth in <laughs> trailer. Unless he did, and I just didn't pick it up on it. No, but, they, they definitely did not tease that. Yeah, either. they didn't
0: tease it at all. Um, you know? It's interesting because I think you can extend that to this whole trilogy, which all I don't, right. and again, I'm not going to bash the sequel trilogy, but I think you can extend that to this whole trilogy. That it, it's been, uh, the first movie was just, in my opinion, in terms of story and plot, it was just nostalgia and a callback to the original movie. And the original trilogy as a whole, um, the second movie uh, takes the story in its own direction, and I very much appreciate that. I thought this, and I thought it did made a lot of bold decisions. Um, but in terms of you know where they're gonna go from here, it was very much an open, very much a blank slate kind of thing where um, you know you didn't know where it was gonna go from here, and. For this movie, we're not really getting any hints as to what is going to happen. We know it's First Order against Resistance. That is the very kind of basic background of this whole trilogy. So we know the Resistance is going to clash with the First Order again. We see Star Destroyers showing up at places. The Resistance ships are showing up at places. Um, So you know that's a clash that's going to happen. We see the wrecked remains of a Death Star. Um... You know, is that the second Death Star? People are saying it is. Um, I don't know how because I thought it blew up completely until I thought it was like atomized, but I guess not. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Right. So, so, so I guess it's. A, I don't know what it is. So, is people are saying it's the second Death Star? Then I guess the second Death Star. Um, so yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I have no idea what this movie is about. They haven't told us. I agree. that marketing has been very, very inconsistent. I think they're trying to. I think the first couple trailers they were trying to have like a good a hit shot, to have us you know, to have us you know wanting more. In this trailer, they didn't focus on that at all. So I think it's I think it's a marketing team, just kind of fumbling around to find find a niche that is going to bring people to see this movie. The, The niche in this one was just. You know the end of the ska, end of the saga, light versus. That's dark. what it was. exactly. That's yeah. what it was for this movie. Very general, this, very uh, generic. yeah, very generic, very much. You know, hope and light versus dark and good versus evil, blah blah blah. That's what it was in this trailer. Uh, and the last one in the end, it was just dark ray. What is gonna happen? You know, and and you know, this one they completely ignored it. So I don't know uh, what the deal is with the marketing in this movie, um, but you know, uh, I don't know. I mean oh. D- Disney, they're very, they're very, uh, and Lucasfilm, I think specifically, I-, I think they they have they've done something very much right. I feel like the marketing leading up to, and I was thinking about this actually before we we did this show, but the marketing leading up to the Force Awakens was perfect. It was the hype for that movie.
1: <laughs> was, oh, yeah.
0: was beyond anything I've ever seen. It's probably yeah. comparable to the people that. Talk about the hype leading up to the Phantom Menace. Talking about how right. that was like something they had never seen before. Um, the hype leading to the Force Awakens was like something I never seen before. Um, you know, but the hype leading to this movie uh, is—I mean, I, I mean, it's there's a lot of hype surrounding it. But it's—it's just—I uh, don't know. I would have expected it to be bigger. Now, uh, one thing I also want to to point to as well. Is I feel like, and this is something I was thinking about as well. I feel like Solo being the last Star Wars movie, the last Jedi not performing as well as people, or not being as good, I, I suppose, as people would have liked it to be, and Solo being the movie after that, which people just didn't really care about. I think that those are two very, those are two things that are hurting this movie a lot, I think. Um, because people didn't care about Solo were wondering why we were even getting that movie in the first place even though I thought it was actually pretty good, but people, no one cared about the movie, you know, people were like why, are we, why do we even have this movie, this guy's not Harrison Ford, why do I want to see this movie you know, the whole circus surrounding all the production around the movie so it was just not that was just not good and you know, especially in a, in a time when people are already kind of being fatigued by Star Wars and you're going to give them a movie that You know they don't know that they even really want to see and don't really care about, so that's just not a good thing. Um, So there's just a lot of things that kind of just are not working in this movie's favor in terms of getting people to go see it, and then you're going to confuse them with the advertising campaign. So I don't, I mean they're they're doing some things right, but some things are just really not doing right at all. Um, So one thing I did want to bring up, and I want to I want to throw this to you, Kendall. There's a shot in the movie that seems to show uh, the ghost from yes. Rebels. Right next to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, ne- right next to the Millennium Falcon. That looks... People say, is it the ghost? Is it not to go- the ghost? To me, it looks exactly you know, like the ghost.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it looks exactly like the ghost. It's the same model ship at the, at the very least. Um, so, you know, who who's in the ship? Is anyone from
1: the Ghost crew there? Is that just the ship? Is... So I have a theory. Yeah. So, the, I mean, you think about the timeline. I mean, like, the when Rebels, Rebels ends around, it's around episode 6. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezra is around the same age as Luke and Leia, right? So... Right. It can't be for example, Hera, I wouldn't think. More than likely. Yeah, I'd feel like she'd be too old. Right, yeah, that's true. My theory is what if it's Hera and and Kanan's son? Ah. Was it Jason Dula? Yeah, Jason. Jason? Yeah. What if it's Jason Sindula? He'd be very old too. Or but I mean But he'd be like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be an adult. You know, he'd be like I mean he'd be like forties, fifties probably. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he wouldn't be ancient. But he'd be yeah, you're right. He'd be an adult. Um, I mean it's possible. It'd just be weird, like why would they even put him in the movie? Yeah, that yeah, that would be very odd. It's
1: just like
0: they haven't really um they haven't really hinted towards using him as a character going forward
1: in any way, shape or form. Right. it Like, that would be... There's just so much you'd have to explain. And maybe they will explain in, a few, in future stories, if they decide to include him. but it's just like... But that's the only person that would be relevant to Rebels that would make any sense. <laughs> you know? Like, every, anything else would be, like, hard to write, or just... And again, maybe that's him, and maybe we won't even get him in the movie, necessarily, but maybe in a separate story, we hear that that's him. Right. But, and then they just put the ghost in there as kind of an Easter egg. That's probably more likely than, you know, him being, you know, like an actual character in the movie. But I, that's, that's my theory. Um, If not, then I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Ah, uh, let me see.
0: I mean, I think that it, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This the whole timeline is kind of kind of wonky, because you're right about Hera being very old. Um, I mean the thing is though, like I know, with because Poe is an adult, and Poe's parents were in the rebellion, like they were in the rebellion. They were adults in the rebellion. Um, Poe's, well, I don't know, maybe thirties, maybe at the oldest. Right. I mean, he doesn't seem like someone that's in his forties yet. So, I mean, his parents could still be alive. They, I mean, they wouldn't be like a hundred years old. So, I mean, Hera could still be alive. Um, she would be old, but she could still be alive. But is she really piloting a ship? Um, I I doubt it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the you like thing. With Leia <laughs> doing
1: some.
0: I mean, she's older much older than Leia. Yeah, yeah, she would be older
1: than Leia. She and she was a so general.
0: Older. In in the uh, rebellion,
1: she'd be like Ma She'd be with Maz and Leia chilling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, yeah I don't know. I, so I don't know. I think it's very random. It's very. It's, it is very.
1: You uh, with those on the Colossus. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I don't know. I think it would have made more sense if if some people from some ship from the resist from resistance like. Not necessarily the Colossus, but maybe something else. Yeah, melt. if you saw,
1: like, the Aces or something. Yeah like, yeah, like the Aces. Okay. Oh, something.
0: wow. You know. Exactly. I feel like that would have made more sense. But, you know, either way, it's very interesting. Uh, I hope it is the Ghost, just because I want some kind of Rebels connection to something.
1: Right. You know,
0: I feel like the Ghost, was the Ghost in uh, Rogue One as well?
1: Um, I feel like something. I don't think it was. I think the rumor was that people thought we'd see it, but we didn't. Okay. I could be wrong about that. but Yeah, I'd have to look it
0: up. I thought it was. Uh, but, yeah. Either way, I, I, I love when we get these connections anyway. So, hopefully that... I hope it is a the ghost. Cause... There was
1: the, the Hera Easter egg rule we going, right? Or Harrow. It yes. was a Cinderella easter egg. I don't know if it was yeah, Harrow. Yeah, but... I believe
0: there was an easter egg. Like, somebody said General and or something. Something. Yeah. It was something related to Harrow. Over the um, yeah. the Rebel base. Yeah. So, uh, another thing we got was a poster. So, we got a new poster to go along with the new trailer. And, um, uh, not, which is, some one thing that's not surprising to me is this is a bomb poster. Uh, so this is a uh, really, really good poster. Um, that uh, you know, I don't think this is necessarily gonna get people to go see the movie, but it is a great poster, and um, you know, it is gonna. Um, I don't know. I think it, it's gonna look. It's gonna look. Uh, it's gonna look damn good in, at those movie theaters. <laughs> All right. That's for sure it's definitely gonna I think it's gonna pique a lot of people's interest. you know I think it's gonna be one of those things that uh, you know people see and they go oh yeah new Star Wars movies coming out this looks like it's gonna be good you know that kind of thing you know and then people look more into the movie you know maybe people that would have never really otherwise paid any kind of attention to it um, uh, but it but it is absolutely a very awesome poster. Um uh give me one second here. just going to pull this up.
1: It weren't not as many characters in this poster as it typically is. Yeah. Which
0: which I think is very good and smart. Yeah, it's
1: um, clean.
0: Yeah. So the my favorite part about this poster is the fact that you have Kylo Ren kind of in the background. Um and his mask—you can tell his mask is all shattered—and um, he's kind of overlooking everything. Because I feel like he's—I feel like he—he he is gonna make or break this movie, honestly. Um, Ray—I feel like Ray's parentage and this kind of—I feel like all the the buzz surrounding her parentage—I feel like it's. It's gonna be very hard for for whatever the answer to that question is to live up to the hype of what it's become. You know, people like who are Ray's parents, right? What is her background? What was she brainwashed? What happened? You know, I feel like whatever the answer is isn't gonna. It's not gonna satisfy everybody, and it's not gonna be. I feel like it's not gonna be as you know unbelievable as people are expecting it to be. I feel like Kylo Ren's story can be better than what people are expecting it to be. I feel like his his story, his arc, his ending, I feel like it absolutely can be. So I'm glad that he's kind of featured very prominently in the poster. And, um, yeah, I like Ray's placement in the poster. I like that the Falcon's kind of in there. uh, In the background, you got the Star Destroyers. Um uh, you know, you got three PR, two D two and bb eight, and you got some of the newer characters as well. And Lando. So I'm liking the poster. I think it's really cool. Uh but Keno, do you have anything did anything stand out to you about this one?
1: Uh yeah, I mean it's, it's a good poster. One thing that I thought was interesting was that they uh I saw some people pointing out that um the the actor and actress who would would, would top billing in this movie is uh Carrie Fisher. According poster, which is oh, wow. a nice little, uh, nice you know, little note, but um, and Mark Emma I believe, is second. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, this, this is a good poster. You know, again, not not as much going on and sometimes you know, sometimes you'll get every character in there. You know, Force Awakens, you know, they put Moscana in there, and you know, they put a lot of <laughs> lot of characters in there. Right. But um, yeah, this one's much cleaner, much simpler, and um. Again, it kind of highlights the, the, the Rey-Kylo Ren type of deal. Um, and I like that there's no mixed direction with
0: anything. Like, in the Force Awakens poster, Finn is holding a lightsaber. You remember how excited <laughs> that got me?
1: Yeah, that's just,
0: that's, like, bad. Like, man. I don't even want to think about that. Because <laughs> I'm looking at the poster right now. Like, Finn is holding a lightsaber. Like, he's about to fight somebody. I'm just like, ah, I'm not, I'm not even going <laughs> to get into that. But there's none of that in this poster. So I think I like it very much. One thing I also um, like is uh, that they kept that image from the last poster of Kylo Ren and Rey about to fight as well. So that's kind of in the bottom corner. Um, yeah, it's. Just, I think this is a fantastic poster, um, honestly. So uh, so yeah, I think that, that is something that they absolutely got 100% right <laughs> when it comes to you the also partner. have
1: uh, that Carrie Russell's character. In, uh, in the mask. I believe so. We wouldn't know because I mean they don't they didn't, they didn't feature anything interesting in the in the uh, trailer beyond like the basic Star Wars stuff. You know, like yeah, they, know. nothing. We you know nothing about the story, so I don't even know where her character comes into play. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm assuming she's first order, but that I feel like that's a huge assumption. You know, I, I don't know what the First
0: Order
1: is at this point. right? Because they, they haven't told me anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, and again, I feel like that kind of extends to the whole trilogy. Um, I mean, we've got, I've gotten more information from extended things outside of the movies. But if right. anyone's not reading that stuff, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know where the universe is. You're just like, oh, there's a, you know, another empire is just back. And destroying worlds now. And it's like, why? What's going on? Why is this happening? You know? And even I feel like they need to add more detail to that. Even on top of everything that I already know. So, you know, again, I feel like that extensive trilogy. Though I think the lead up to The Last Jedi was much more focused. You know, in contrast to this. And to, to lead to this. It was very much dark Luke Skywalker it's time for the Jedi to end, you know. It was that big thing at the end of the trailer? It's time for the Jedi to end. Oh my God! Is Luke evil? You know what's gonna happen, and you know he had the poster, which was a fantastic poster. It's still, I still think it's a fantastic poster. Um, so you know it. Yeah, I mean we'll see what happens with um with this one. Uh, though I still think the trailer was very good. I just think it was. It's. I I agree with you, kind of, on that. It's missing that kind of focus, um, and just a a common kind of theme. Now they're just making the theme the end of the saga, which is going to bring people in, but you know, it doesn't give us any kind of meaningful information about the movie.
1: One last, one last thing I wanted to ask you was, you know, we know that. that last shot of Ray and Palpatine sitting on the throne. Again, we don't see his face. Um, we know Ian McDermott is in the the cast, mm-hmm. but is that? Do we think that that's Ian McDermott under the hood? I do. Because it's just peculiar that they haven't shown his face yet. Some people are speculating. You know, we think or we know that Matt Smith is in this movie. We don't know Matt Smith's in the movie. We think he may be in the movie, reportedly, but they're keeping his role is very secret. Is it possible that he is under the mask or he's under the hood, I should say? Um, but he's voiced by Ian McDermott. That would seem very weird, but...
0: That would be very odd. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's possible. I don't think they're going to do that. Um, I think that, so that is... Be... Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that's one of those Reddit random Reddit rumors or just Reddit theories. Right. You know, people are just kind of circling around. Uh, those, Yeah. Those speaking of not seeing Palpatine's face, there is a leaked image that has been making the rounds online. Um, it basically showing Palpatine in front of Ray shooting force lightning into the air. And, you know, of course, immediately everyone saying it's fake fake it's photoshop I totally... someone cropped him in you know it's etc um but uh you know and, I, and when i first saw it i was like you know this isn't like some really grainy you know it looks like he's sitting there in front of Ray. that's what it looks like it's, and he it's, it has the same throne that's in the trailer and he's just shooting force lightning into the sky and um you know so it's an image that just leaked online people are like is it real what is it you know, Jason Ward from Making Star Wars says it's real. That was just his response to the post and to the person that posted delete. You know, um, uh, some people are like it looks insanely fake. Uh,
1: I don't know. It hey, look it looks fake to me <laughs> from an eye test perspective. Jason Ward, I I mean, look, I typically trust his sources, his his take on Star Wars, so I'm I guess I'm going to take him at his word. But without that, I would have said, yeah, I think this is fake, because like I don't know, for me it looks a little bit like concept art, and while it 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 looks like good concept art, like very good concept art, um, I just don't know how that would even have gotten leaked, like.
0: Yeah, usually you don't get these kinds of leaks from Lucasfilm. That's very unlike. Right. A Disney Lucas film. That's something like this leak. Like, nothing
1: from The Fourth Awakens got leaked. Right. Like, visually, like that. Like, we didn't get a, yeah, no. a last out of Luke Skywalker. Right. In The Fourth Awakens.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it, it's And to very... be fair, this isn't, like, super spoilery. It, it's. Right. I mean, we know that. We're getting, like, The Art of the the, art of the Rise of Skywalker in a couple months. Right. But. um it's still kind of like strange that this would come out.
0: No, yeah, I'm with you there. It is strange that something like this would leak. I don't know why something like this would leak. I mean, we know the Emperor is in the movie. That's another thing. You know, it's not like they're showing us something, you know, that it's not they're showing Darth Vader standing next to the Emperor or something like that. You know, but I think it's just, honestly, I think it's just the image of him. Shooting force lightning into the sky. I mean, what is he shooting it at? You know, that's another thing. Some people are like, is he is he electrocuting Kylo Ren? Who is he shooting that lightning at? You know. But either way, honestly, I hope it, I hope it's real. Uh, so I just kind of want it, want to believe that it's real, cause I th- if this is real, man, I can't wait to see this. I'm very interested in seeing this scene, and whatever is gonna go down between the Emperor and Ray with him he's just shooting lightning like it's nothing. How is he even here? I, that's the explanation I want to see. So, yeah, I'm I'm all in. I very much hope this is real. <laughs> and yeah. I very much want to see this scene take place. Um All right, so that is uh enough on the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker trailer talk. Uh this is the last trailer. Tickets are on sale now. They're selling out. Uh, the next thing in terms of footage we'll be talking about more than likely TV spots. You know they come out with a million different TV spots uh, leading up to these movies, so we're not going to break down every single one, but if there are any that are particularly good, we will absolutely be talking about those. Um, now, we did get some more big news, actually, this week, uh, not relating to The Rise of Skywalker. So you McGregor... Uh, actually uh, came out and uh, revealed some details about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The most important of which uh, being that the series is going to be six episodes. He confirmed it. Uh, it's a six-episode series, um, which I um, don't mind, honestly. Because at first I was hearing that it was four, and I was like, Ugh, that's that's short. You know, that's something that's just four weeks and then that's it. No more Obi Wan. I I almost don't even see that as a series. You You're know right. I see that almost like a long-ish longish movie. I mean the Lord of the Rings movies, the extended versions are like four hours. So I mean I see that I see that almost as a long movie. But uh six episodes, I mean six weeks, that's decent. That's that's a series to me. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um and, you know, he actually says You know the storyline because this uh, story, uh, I if I'm not mistaken, I believe is taking place closer to uh, the end of episode three. So he says himself, it's going to be very interesting. You know, seeing Obi Wan kind of deal with this, with the Jedi Order. You know, uh, uh, having fallen apart. Um, You know, he 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 says it'll be interesting to see his character arc. And how he's, you know, dealing with the fact that all of his allies were slaughtered. Um, so, yeah, so this is this is just very, very exciting to me. Um, this is a time period that this is basically the time period that was explored in the Kenobi novel by John Jackson Miller, which, again, I, I even those legends, I very much recommend anyone that's a fan of Obi-Wan Kenobi read that novel because I feel like he's characterized extremely well in that novel. And um, uh, but, yeah, so we got a confirmation of the series. It's six episodes. Um, uh, Hugh McGregor is very excited uh, to finally be able to talk about this series. He says this series is going to start filming uh, next year. Uh, So it's going to be in the summer. Yeah, Summer of 2020. So we're not going to be getting this at least until 2021 at the earliest which is fine with me. I just take, I want them to take as much time as they need. I'm just glad it's happening. (laughs) So Kendall, what do you think about uh, what you McGregor had to say about it?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Um, I think that, um, this story is the fact that it's six episodes. Again, I, I mean, when I first heard, the six, the four to six episodes was always kind of been the, the range. Again, I was also kind of a little disappointed, but you also have to put it in perspective. These are gonna be one hour episodes, and right. they've said that um they they've already said that this story is going to be or that these Disney Plus shows in general are gonna be. I mean, what uh, did we hear? What was the number we heard? Twenty dollar, twenty million in episode. Yeah, like 20, like 20, 25 million an episode. Like, that is going to be something that's hard to uh it's, it's hard to do for eight to ten episodes. I mean they're gonna do it with the Mandalorian, but um I guess point is that like if that's a they're gonna have essentially a movie budget, if you're having six hours of like obi-wan content that's more than you get in a movie so you know i I, i'll take the six hours of obi-wan content than over the you know two hours two and a half that i get a movie because then you can get five or six maybe it's five stories in total you get like you know five different even if it's four different stories total over six episodes like that could that gives us a lot of a lot more Obi-Wan content, man. So, I, I mean, I'm excited. Plus, Obi-Wan's not a character. It has to be a miniseries because he's not a character that has much of a future. Exactly. Like, this is a very small time period. If you have, like, a three-season show with 12 episodes a season of Obi-Wan, it'd be like... That's not realistic. Yeah, it'd be like, well, where did all this come from? You know, like, where, where was he, when and where was he doing all this stuff? Yeah, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be like Hidalgo. I'd be like, well, who right, wants to Right, exactly. <laughs> so it has to be a limited series, because he wasn't doing that much during this time period. So I'm glad that they're being realistic about it. They're not, you know, because they easily could have milked Obi-Wan for three seasons, and eventually it would have gotten stale. But they're being realistic about it, and I think it should end up being very good. And I mean, we won't be getting it for a while, but um, I didn't expect it next year, personally. So, me neither. I didn't
0: expect it next year. That that would have felt rushed. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want it to be rushed. So, I am extremely excited about this. I mean, this is this is it. It's happening. We're getting no. I'm more excited about this than than the rise of Skywalker as well. I, I mean, I'm just gonna go come out and say it. You know, it's the it's the honest to god truth. You know, because this is, this is uh, what fans have been asking for, uh, you know, for, it seems like forever. Since uh, Disney basically got Star Wars and revealed that they were making movies, including anthology movies. Uh, so, yeah, this is extremely, extremely exciting. Hugh McGregor is, is amazing at playing that role. So, I think that's another reason I'm more excited about this. Because we I know what I'm going to get from him. I know what I'm going to get from him. In terms of playing Obi-Wan the way that Obi-Wan is supposed to be played. So, like, I know this is going to be fantastic. So, I I just, uh, I'm through the roof excited about this. Um, we also got the, the uh, and this is uh, just something I want to throw in as well. We also got um, uh, release dates for The Mandalorian. So, that's coming out. Weekly, uh, so it's not gonna, they're not just gonna drop all the episodes at once. Uh, so that is coming out weekly. They're revealing the first episode um, when Disney Plus launches, and then the next episode is coming out three days later, which is very exciting. So I'm very, very, yeah, excited it makes
1: me this. think that the first episode is going to be something where we're gonna want to see more. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, I think Disney knows that, so they know like it'd be better to just capitalize off this, yes, then uh, make people wait a week and have it lose momentum. Yep lose
0: momentum exactly so uh yeah that's extremely exciting i think that show is gonna i think that show is gonna surprise people and people are already excited about it but i think it's still gonna surprise people um all right so moving on to the next topic we have so this is also um this is also a leak and for this i do want to give a spoiler warning with regards to the Kylo Ren comic book, uh, this is relating to the, the the comic. This is regarding the the cover of the second issue. There were also details revealed about the plot of the comic that I am not gonna. I did, read a little bit and I just tried to wash it on my brain because I'm not trying to read the plot of a comic book that I'm very excited for um, that leaked. So I'm not getting into that. I am going to be revealing the the cover photo of the second issue, and that is it is spoilery. So if you so if you don't want to know and you want to just wait and, and you know experience it for yourself when it comes out, then you may want to skip ahead uh, 5, 10, maybe even fifteen or twenty minutes. Um, so i was given that warning. So we're now going to start talking about it. Uh, so the the cover photo or the cover image for this second uh, issue of the kylo ren comic book was uh, revealed online i guess leaked online and uh basically it shows uh, ben solo and luke skywalker fighting off the knights of rent so i saw this and i was like whoa what so i hope i very much hope that I don't know. I this may be hoping in vain, but I would hope that some some par, portion, some small portion of this story, would be told or referenced in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> we know the Knights of Ren are going to be in The Rise of Skywalker. This honestly, something like this, should have been in The Last Jedi. This should have been in some part of
1: this trilogy. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I know that, look, they're going to sell more co- books than they probably normally do with this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, it's... I just, I feel like this story seems... I feel like the story just seems so, like... It's so integral. Yeah, it seems so integral. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can put important stuff in comic books and you get you can create the sale of the comic, but then people that don't read the comics are going to look at some of the stuff that happens in the movie and be like, it feels unfinished or it feels there are parts left out. Which, this seems like, look, again, does it have to be in the movie for it to be cohesive? Maybe not, but like, it would certainly help the movie. And I think that should always be a priority for them. But, Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, they, this should have been in one of these movies. The Last Jedi or this one or even the first one when they introduced the Knights of Ren like this should have been in one of these movies we know the Knights of Ren are going to be in this one maybe this story would have been told in the last one if J.J. were doing it J.J. seems to want to include the Knights of Ren the last one was Ryan Johnson they weren't in it at all so I mean I don't know Uh, I don't know what the deal is with that and if J.J. would have included them more so I don't know but this should have been in uh, the movies. Because this would have gotten people very, very excited. Just like it has me very, very excited to read the comic book. And that also te- this also tells me why Charles Soule was so excited to write this story. <laughs> you know? He's like, yeah, oh, imagine, wow.
1: Oh, imagine, you know, the story group goes to you and Marvel goes to you and says, yeah, you're going to tell the story of Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo. Right. I basically. mean, I like He's like, yo, this is the juiciest stuff I've ever had. I'm writing exactly. stuff <laughs>
0: exactly. So it's like, yo, that's that's incredible. No wonder he was so excited.
1: You know, so, soon, you know, Chuck Wendig, you know, writing aftermath, and you know, yeah, you may get a couple characters here and there. And, right. You know, you you may be connected to the original trilogy, the the sequel trilogy, uh, in some capacity, but. This is, like, directly tied to this main character. Like, I don't know. This is this has a chance to be really, really special. This oh, I think it absolutely is. I mean, this is... I mean,
0: if you're a fan of Kylo Ren, if you're a fan of the Knights of Ren, and if you're a fan of Luke Skywalker, you will want to read this story. Because <laughs> this seems like it's going to be extremely critical in terms of knowing what happened to these people. Because that's what a big mystery from people from... Uh, the uh, uh, whatchamacallit, from Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens, people are like, what happened to Luke? We still don't know what happened to Luke. I mean, we know those versions of stories that were told, but we don't know how it un- how it unfolded. This comic is going to reveal that. I think yeah. something like that should have been in the movies. I mean, I really, really do. I know movies are short. I know
1: you got to make time for the new characters. And you know what I said. My idea is, look, if you don't want to do that, make these stories animated movies, man. Yeah, I know yeah. you were saying that as well. If you made this an animated movie, whether straight to DVD or even in theaters, people would absolutely... Look what Spider-Verse did. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't think people will go to see an animated Star Wars movie about Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo? That would make hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they don't want to do it. Because it's, it's not that expensive. Like, you're going to make right. way more money. You're going to make a huge profit. And I just think they just don't want to spend the money marketing the movie, but I don't know. It, it just... I mean, I'm not running Lucasfilm, I'm not running Disney, so maybe they know more than I do, but it just seems like a really wasted opportunity on the, for these stories that, again, can make them a lot of money. You Put them in the comics and you limit its earning potential. The amount of eyeballs... You know, you can find a lot of people. There are gonna be a lot of people that find out about the story just by reading Wikipedia or yeah. Wiki- yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah, reading Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so I that's really those are really my feelings on it. I mean, there is plenty of stuff that they could have added to the movies. Um, you know, like I feel like a lot of the details that were revealed in Bloodlines by Claudia Gray, I feel like some of that should have been in the movies, so people aren't like, "Oh, Han Solo is just a deadbeat." You know, and and you know, Leia. What happened with her, and why is it? You know, you get a, a lot of that is dealt with in uh, what we call it in Bloodlines, or you or you get some details on that in Bloodlines. So, I mean, it's a lot of stuff, some of this extra stuff. I feel like they should have, you know, they should have treated those stories more seriously. But you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Either way, I'm extremely excited that we're gonna get this story. This is, is definitely, I'm certain, this is going to be fantastic. I mean, Charles Soule did a fantastic job with, um, I know he did a fantastic job with Dark Vader, for sure. He also did a fantastic job with the um, um, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin story. So I I have no doubt that this is going to be uh, something very, very special. Uh, all right, so let's see. So next, I do want to uh, very briefly, before we talk about Star Wars Resistance, I want to talk about the Jedi um, uh, Fallen Order comic book. I've been reading that series; I'm a couple of issues in. I believe I'm still a couple of issues behind, but I am catching up in the in these series. Um me give a brief uh, spoiler warning, though; these issues were uh, have been out for a few week, quite a few weeks now. So, I mean, if you haven't read them now, you know, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll give that spoiler warning anyway. But basically, um, it's funny because the comic, really the only character in the game that I know is in the comic, is uh, the Inquisitor. Uh, so it leaves the second sister. No Cal Kestis. Yeah, no Cal Kestis. Um, it's just the second sister who goes to a planet... Um, and they're showing these two Jedi, a Padawan, uh, a Padawan woman, and her older master. Um, the woman is shown to be to be very kind of brash and kind of headstrong, and the master is he's kind of your you know cardboard cut out, wise old master kind of <laughs> uh, to be completely honest, but uh, he's still a good character. I, you know, I have no issue with the character. I have a, a slight theory because they keep kind of going back and forth between the second sis- the second sister visiting this planet and this Padawan dealing with these people on this planet, and I'm wondering if the second sister is this woman. That's just my that's just my kind of theory. Um, now the comic is ahead of me, so I may find that out in future issues. But that's just my theory going forward because this woman she is, uh, and she I, I guess calling her a woman. I mean, she could, she looks like a woman, but she could just be a younger. Uh, girl, but she is very headstrong. She's very quick to fight, you know? Which is not very Jedi-like. She's kind of making mistakes, and the Order kind of scolding her for things. She's like, oh, are they going to kick me out of the Order? You know, there's kind of a, some tension there. I'm like, oh, is this the second sister? Because that will be something interesting to see, to see Darth Vader turn somebody in a comic book to an Inquisitor. Yeah. Um, so that is... That's kind of just a theory I have regarding this comic. It's been very fascinating because otherwise I'd be like, why are they telling me this story? Because why do I care about this Padawan and this master? You know, What does this have to do with anything except for the fact that the second sister is on this planet now as well? So it's very fascinating. I'm interested to see if that's something that they're, if that's what they're going for. And if they do, I think that's very, very interesting because we don't really have any backstories on any of these uh, inquis- any of the inquisitors except uh the Grand Inquisitor who we know was a temple guard. Which I think this having this background is way more interesting than just being a temple guard. Um or a G.I. temple guardian or whatever he <laughs> I believe believe was something something along those lines. Uh but being an actual Padawan uh that was turned um you know, that is something that, that is very interesting to see. Um, now, uh I did want to uh talk about resistance now, this episode... I'm not really going to bother looking up the title. It was very, very forgettable. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was just super forgettable. Episode 2, right? Was this episode 2? I believe so. I believe so as well. I believe it was the second episode. Extremely forgettable. Best parts of the episode had to do with Tam. Second week in a row. Yeah, second week in a row. Uh, best parts of the episode had to do with Tam. Everything having to do with Tam is very interesting. Anything that regarding the First Order is, is always kind of more interesting. Uh, because honestly. you can only kidify that but so much. Exactly. You can only kidify that so much. They're, they're a, 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 um, a fascist, authoritarian, totalitarian
1: regime. <laughs> right, right. You know? <laughs> you know, it'd be honestly like... You know, it'd be like putting the Nazis in a cartoon, yeah, <laughs> you know, like you can only make them look so
0: kid kid you know, friendly. You can only kidify that so much. So, um, so yeah, that was the best part of the episode was everything having to do with Tam. She's showing showing her metal in the first order, but she also showed that she has a heart, which is not what they want to see in the first order. Um, so I, so I thought that was a really good thing to throw into the episode. So that was really cool seeing her kind of get scolded for saving her teammate in the field so that was really cool but there's a lot of irrelevant stuff with Hype on not liking Kaz and not trusting Kaz and not wanting him to be an ace or you know and then there was this random monster on a planet <laughs> that was going to eat uh eat um what's his name Yeager e- it's like this is he's not going to eat Yeager You know exactly man. That's the thing. It's like uh had I known this was what the episode was gonna be, I would have just watched the tan parts and skipped everything else. (laughs) Right. Nothing else was relevant. Oh my god. Uh but Kettle, how did you feel about this episode?
1: Um Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Uh well I would say it was interesting, but I thought there were parts of the episode that were interesting. Um, you know, I, again, I agree that the 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 Tam stuff was the best stuff of the episode. Um, you know, I think that they still have have to, uh, you know, work on to a degree, but I, I think they have an idea of where her character is going, and uh they have a good handle on the First Order as a as an organization. So, right. I mean, that stuff's interesting. We'll see where that storyline goes. Um. In terms of the, the, the rebellion stuff I, I they they seem a little lost. Or the resistance. Yeah. yeah, the resistance stuff I should say. They seem like, you know, they're going really slow in terms of having those characters like do anything relevant or like meaningful. Which is unfortunate because like I don't know. The trailer kind of insinuated things would pick up and I think they will, but it's just go, it's just moving really slowly. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you there.
0: I mean, they have, in terms of first order stuff, because last season it was just the Colossus, for most of the season, um, just the Colossus and the Aces, and Cash trying to be an Ace, which, I mean, that's not all that interesting, but at least the first order are in this season, in like every episode, but, they're just it's just with Tam, which is interesting,
1: no. but it's only like a portion of the episode. Did you hear, uh, this week's episode of, of the Star Wars show, they were talking about the trailer, and they, you know, I guess it was Andy Gutierrez and whatever other guys on the show, mm-hmm. and they were, the the other guy that was on the show, like, in the introduction for the, the episode of the Star Wars show, he was like, some of the trailer, he was like, you know, we talk, we're going to talk about some of the shots, including... Uh, or something, he said something like whatever, Easter eggs or whatever. He's like, including two ships that may or may not be the Ghost and the Colossus. So, I mean, I didn't see the Colossus. I didn't see the Colossus either, that's very interesting. But this guy is saying that, I mean, he works for Lucasfilm. (laughs) he works for Star Wars. So you put that out there, you say that. Um, You best not be making anything up. So, I mean, again, he said may or may not. So, it could be a tongue in cheek Pablo Hidalgo thing where, you know, don't take him at his word. But, um, there, I guess there is a, a possibility that the Colossus is in this, uh, is in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I hope it is. They said in the panel during, um, uh, celebration that is going to connect to the Rise of Skywalker. Well, gonna... actually, I do see the
1: clauses now. It's like right above the ghost.
0: Ah. So that... Um, I mean, that's exciting, It make, but it makes a lot more sense than the ghost. The ghost was yeah. the thing that was getting the most press.
1: Right, because I mean, Rebels think... is
0: way more important than Resistance. <laughs> I mean, it is. And, <laughs> um, I mean, Rebels is way further removed from Resistance, so it's much more confusing. I mean, the Colossus showing up in the trailer makes sense because it's right at the time period. So you're like, yeah, Yeah. I mean, they would show up. They should, (laughs) you know, if this is the last hurrah of the Resistance. But, um, you know, the Ghost showing up is kind of like, whoa, the Ghost. I mean, first of all, Rebels is better than Resistance, so people are going to be like, oh, wow, the Ghost. And then, you know, the the Rebels, I mean, the Ghost is like a, a relic from the Rebellion. Kind of like the Falcon, almost. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, that is... That's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad the Colossus is in, is in the trailer and that it's going to be in the movie. I think that makes sense. Who knows? Maybe we'll get Kaz. Maybe they casted Kaz.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that would be cool. And that would make Resistance way more... Resistance is supposed to end before Rise the Skywalker. So... Yeah. It should be interesting to see if that ties in in any way. If it does, that would be be fantastic.
0: Or like, if or if any Resistance characters were in
1: Rise of Skywalker, that would be. I think that would be fantastic. I think that would be. And even if there are no characters, but if like the show ends in a way in which like they tease that like, oh yeah, now like the Colossus and Kaz are like major parts of Resistance in that, like right, right. If something like that were to happen, like they would be very involved, and yeah. like then you see the classes in the movie, you're like, oh, this makes sense because, you know, they're now major players in the resistance, all of them.
0: Yeah, so I agree. So I, I very much hope that, uh, uh that resistance ends on such a note. I think it will. Um, I'm, I we know Kylo Ren is going to be in the show, on some that is reasons, true. in some capacity. So I mean they 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 are relevant. I mean if Kylo Ren has anything to do with them, they're definitely relevant. So yeah, either way, I mean I'm excited for that point.
1: Do you think <laughs> Tam to... and Kylo Ren cross the path at all?
0: Hmm.
1: Do you think Tam uh, and Kylo Ren interact at all? I very much hope so.
0: Um, I I, I if I had to guess, I'd say I'd say not. I'd say there's a higher chance he interacts with. Um, uh, Well, actually, no, not Phasma, because Phasma's dead.
1: Um, hmm. Just her superior? Yeah,
0: I'd say higher-ups in the First Order. Maybe Ray Sloan or something? We know Ray Sloan is a part of the First Order, or was at one point.
1: Ray Sloan's in Resistance?
0: She's not in Resistance, but I'm saying... That I, think, I think there's a better chance of her showing up, her interacting with Tam than Kylo Ren. Just because Kylo Ren is so oh, high up. Ray Sloan interacting with Kylo
1: Ren. I mean interacting oh, with interacting with um uh Tam. I'm sorry, not all right, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like race. other you meant Kylo Ren interacting with Ray Sloan in resistance. I'm like Ray Sloan's in resistance? What?
0: What
1: makes you so confident that we're gonna see Ray Sloan? <laughs> um, yeah I, I can could see that. It would just be weird, though, because you already had the one First Order lady that's kind of, like, her mentor. Yeah. That if you then bring in Ray Sloan, I don't know. Like, I feel like this character already kind of is Ray Sloan. Nah, I don't like, know. Like, she's not, like, but, I don't know. I mean, I hear you.
0: I mean, They're I gonna don't have... know. I don't know how... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how uh Racelone is in in the First Order. I believe she's a Grand Admiral, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So um she's so she's basically like a, a step under Kylo Ren in terms of authority. So Right. I mean, she's she's calling the shots everywhere. So we'll see I mean, hopefully... I, I hope she shows up on something. I mean, they, they... I feel like they must have gave her that title for a reason, you know? Right, right, right. We're in the sequel trilogy now, and basically everything except the com- some of the comics.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if she gets a name drop in, in Rise of Skywalker. That would be awesome.
0: That would that uh, would definitely be awesome. If it would
1: shock me. Hulkster Kylo Ren... Throws out Ray
0: phone. Yep. So I very very much uh, hope you you're right about that, Kendall. <laughs> um, all right. So that will do it for this show. I very much enjoyed talking about this trailer. We will. This is and this is the last trailer that we're going to be talking about before the movie comes out. October is almost done.
1: Well, maybe not. You know, once, once the international trailer comes out, we'll or probably end up the international talking about that. Trailer.
0: I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that. Sometimes the international trailer is just the same, the main trailer with a couple shots. Right. Other times it's like a whole new trailer. So we'll <laughs> it's see. Yeah, one of the old new trailer. But. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how uh, uh, whether we'll be talking about that, and we will probably be talking about some at least one TV spot at some point um, as well. So, but yeah, so that's gonna do it for this show. Uh, thank you all for uh, so much for listening in. as always I'm your host Shamari, joined by Kendall and we will see you guys next time.
1: Peace.